Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. Not with me today. Wheels Wienerger. Wheels is supposed to be here. I don't really understand where he is. He is in the chat. I can't hear him. I told him like 10 minutes ago that his audio wasn't working. He said, oh, shoot. And then it disappeared. And uh, so I'm starting the podcast without him. And we are here today to discuss the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is one of the teams that Akiva and I have the biggest disagreements on. I have them at number nine. I think this is a playoff team. I think that they are going to be neck and neck with Buffalo for the division. And Wheels has them all the way down at 17. Uh, very similar. Replace the I, the A with an N. Um, Miami and Minnesota. We both, uh, I have them at nine and 10. And Akiva has them at 17 and 19. Uh, so maybe we'll find out eventually uh, where Akiva is, if he ever comes back, why he hates the Dolphins. Uh, I think this is an excellent defense. I think Tua, as we discussed uh, in yesterday's podcast in the first half, uh, ironically, we discussed the top half of the quarterbacks, the bottom half of the quarterbacks um, on the Arizona Cardinals podcast, uh, which features Kyler Murray, who's in the top half. And now we get to the top half and we're discussing it on with a team that features Tua, who is not in the top half yet. Uh, but as we said yesterday, as I think I said yesterday, I, I, I'm high on Tua. I don't think that he had a disappointing rookie season uh, unless you have unrealistic expectations uh, like our Bears fan has, for example. But what a rookie quarterback is supposed to do. Um, I think Tua is going to be fine. Uh, oh, I'll give some feedback while we're waiting for wheels on some of the uh, some of the other listeners, uh, the guests we had on podcasts over the weekend that I wasn't on. Uh, so the Raiders episode uh, for those who uh, don't read the show notes and you got to read the show notes. Uh, Akiva has been asking us all to make a pick for a, a long shot Super Bowl team. I thought he wanted 40 to one or 50 to one to hire, but he said to a couple teams with 30 to one uh, odds. Oh, what about your team? To me, it's got to be at least 50 to one to be a long shot. And uh, to me, my pick is the Raiders uh, at 60 to one. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, I don't. Uh, do I think they're gonna make the playoffs? No, I don't. But uh, I think that they're pretty close. They were essentially a borderline playoff team. The last couple of years started out hot, cooled off and on the stretch. Derek Carr is uh you know almost cousins-esque um or Tannehill-esque, I think is is disrespected and underrated for what he is. Uh, he also has a tight end on his team who's even more Derek Carrier than him himself. And that's because his name is Derek Carrier, spells it the same way as Derek Carr, uh Derek D-E-R D-E-R-E-K, and then his last name is Carr, and then more Carr, even Carrier. So it's probably pronounced carrier, but still I think it's very funny that there's a quarterback and receiver uh on the same team named Derek Carr and Derek Carr Ear. 
Um, that's not why I'm picking them to win. Uh, that's not why I think they're a decent long shot bet to win the Super Bowl. But again, this is a team that went into Kansas City and beat them down last week, last year. Uh, this is a team that, you know, but for a couple of fluky plays and a couple of uh, like that Miami game, for example, to, to, to come back to the Dolphins, I think that they could have been a, uh, a playoff team. And, um, you know, there's no other team that's at 60 to one or lower that I think has a chance to be a playoff team. Uh, again, I don't think the Raiders will make the playoffs. I think they'll probably go about eight, nine or so. But, um, you know, looking at the other teams that are 50 to one or lower, I, I like the Raiders for my long shot Super Bowl pick. Um, oh, the other feedback I wanted to give is. I think that um, it's funny when guests say that they disagree with me and then go on to say what verbatim I think I'm saying. So maybe I'm just bad at communicating. Um, but Ian, our Cowboys guest, was saying how he disagreed with what I said about Zeke because um, he will always think that Zeke was just a, you know, a waste of resources to, to waste a, a pick that high with a running back and then to invest that much uh, in his contract. I could not agree stronger, so I'm not sure why he thought he was disagreeing with me. Um, what I what I, I think I was responding to is sort of the average one run of the mill fan who does not understand relative value of, of running backs and positions in general. And so is excited by the big fantasy number Zeke puts up. And says, oh, no, Zeke was a great pick. Look how good he is. He's been a top five running back to which the response is, yes, he has been a top five running back. But that's still not worth a top five pick, especially given the short careers of running backs. We already see last year. Tony Pollard was essentially better than Zeke. Um, but because they're invested in Zeke, they're going to continue to play him. So yeah, I could not agree with Ian more on, on almost everything he said, but I just thought it was funny a couple of times that he said he was disagreeing with me um, while saying what, what I want to say. Oh, Wheels Hello. has decided to show up uh, several minutes well, into the podcast. I think what happened is, oh, yeah. you decided to show up and a- after you just bail on Friday's podcast. Um, the, well, I think what happened is I have four like USB things in the back of my computer. Yeah, this is not something anybody cares about. No, people care. And then no, one we've of them been getting feedback. People want to know. Everybody's like, you got to be talking about the teams more. Your stories about your little travels and whatever are interesting, but not, not during the 32 minutes. Save it for when we don't have a, a, a clock ticking. People should know when we when someone says we're getting feedback, that means and Alex is going to lie and say a lot of people said it. One person said that multiple people have been saying that in the patron chat over the last two weeks. And I've been defending and saying, listen, guys, it's really hard to knock out 32 of these in 32 days. And people like, no, no. So so multiple people have said that you just don't pay. But that's maybe two, maybe two. There's been multiple. And then then another guy and another guy just tweeted it at us. Also, Yeah, no, other than him, find two people. You can. There, anyway, there are so many. They're I, wrong. Kyle King, Yastrell Spiegel. And by the way, I could be making up the wrong names. I don't remember, but it's been but, commonly said. But good news for them. Yeah, we're we're right. There's 32 of these. And All right, well, good news to them. I'm about to tell a long story that has nothing to do with football. Uh, a miracle happened to me. Um, I mean, actually, literally a miracle. How was your football draft, by the way? Oh, my main fantasy draft was last night. Um, yeah, it's it, it's like it's like your own wedding. It goes by way too fast. There's so much going on. It's too hard mm-hmm. to concentrate on everything. So I yeah. think you went fine. But yeah, it's hard to pay attention. Um, but can I tell you about my miracle? And also, this is Please. Seinfeld tie-in. So, of course, it's a famous episode of Seinfeld. By which I mean, there's an episode of Seinfeld where uh, George uh, can't find his keys. They have fallen out of his pocket and he deduces that he had taken a, a not so graceful leap over a pothole and his keys had fallen out of his pocket, must have been into the pothole. Uh, and he had, of course, a Phil, Rizzuto key, a Phil Rizzuto head that you squeeze and it said, holy cow, keychain. And to his great misfortune, uh, the New York City uh, Department of whatever department fixes the roads decided at that moment to go fix the road. And so they paved over the pothole. And every time a car would drive over it, you would hear, holy cow. And um, the idea that you could lose your keys on the street like that and be able to pinpoint the exact spot at which it was is a little bit unlikely. And then but then 
something crazy happened to me. So last Thursday morning, I drove into New York City very early in the morning to uh, to attend the circumcision of my friend's son. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as you know, last Thursday, I still was phoneless and I could have And my, my car has like you don't use a physical key. There's just an app on your phone. So you need your phone. Um, I could have added the app to the back of the phone I was using, but, you know, I didn't think to do that. So I, I took the card. There's also a card you can use, um, which you can keep in your wallet, like a credit card, basically. And you hold the credit card up the same thing like zip cars have. So I hold the credit card um, up to the car to lock the car. I put it back in my pocket and I where I parked, I parked on like 90, whatever. I parked several blocks, like 94th and Riverside. And the shul was on like um, 90, um, 91st in Columbus. So I'm walking, you know, mm-hmm. six or seven blocks, whatever it is. And um, I walk to shul. I'm in, uh, in synagogue and there's services and there's a little reception after, you know, you say your mazel tovs, you see the baby, you got to see the baby. And then that's it. I go home. I get all the way back to the car and I discover that the key is nowhere to be found, the card, like the, the key card. Um, so I freak out. So I'm like, well, somehow, like George, what's the only possibility? It must have somehow flown out of my pocket in shul when I was sitting in shul, like, you know, sometimes think whatever. So I run all the way back to the synagogue, look everywhere, can't find the key anywhere. I'm ripping the place apart. I talk to the superhero, the maintenance guy. He's helping me. I mentioned it to the father of the baby who just had a baby and is all distracted. Can't find my key anywhere. I'm like totally screwed. Um, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just walk from here back to like where I parked the car and maybe somehow I'll find it on the street. And I do that. And I no dice, obviously, because what are the chances of that? So I come back to the synagogue again, because I'm like just looking again, because in the meantime, I don't know what to do. Like, like the spot I'm in, by the way, is also like an alternate side spot. I have to be up by 10 a.m. or I'm going to get a ticket. So I call Jen. I say, you better come over from the, from New Jersey to pick me up in the other car and bring the keys so I can get into the other car. And, and I'm just walking back and forth between 91st and Columbus and um, 94th. And, and I found the card on the street on Broadway, like two blocks away in a puddle by a drink. That That's is like amazing. such a miracle like you, th- that I found that that was for sure gone. And then it made me realize, yeah. like, I don't even know how it fell out of my pocket, when it fell out of my pocket. And, and it reminded me instantly of George. But like I found my card, uh, my key. I got back into my car. Just a tremendous miracle. I don't know how it happened. That is pretty wild. The only thing I could I could compare that to is when I um, I lost my passport when going to Israel between 10th and 11th grade in the summer, like on mm-hmm. a trip Okay. Uh, in the airport. And I found it on the floor of a restaurant I had never been in, in the rest <laughs> in the in the airport. It like fell, I know it it like fell. It got swept you, or something. I was wearing like snap pants. Like remember those like uh, tearaways. Like yeah. tearaways. Yeah. Uh, you always have to be ready to come into the game at any moment. I had to ready. Listen, you know, who tearaways knows? on a flight are a strange move. I know. I think it's not because like sometimes it's cold and I don't know. Listen, I. No, you never, sure you, I, never, you, you never wear shorts on an airplane. I'm sure, 15, I'm sure 15 year old uh, Kiwi thought it was a good idea. I may have been wearing nothing under. I don't know why <laughs> I was wearing those pants. <laughs> I only got rid of those tearways like two years ago. They were always bad luck. But oh, tearways um, when I was in ninth grade were very popular. I that's why I was pairs. wearing them. That's why yeah. I was wearing them. By the way, then, when I was actually on my high school's basketball team, we never wore tearways. No. Yeah, just but um, and the cool thing, I, if you remember the late 90s, was you'd only button like one button. You'd leave them totally unbuttoned like KG yes. or Weber. Yeah, mm-hmm. those, those. So it, it must have gone through one of the snaps instead of in the pocket. Sometimes you think you're, yeah, you're putting it in the pocket, but you're not. You're putting it in the slot. So that's what happened. And then yeah. um, it probably got kicked into this restaurant. But a passport on the ground in an airport is a pretty, like the airport ground is usually a lot cleaner than like the New York City, like, you know, curbs. I mean, who cares? Like you're using the, you know. But what, I, what, no, what I'm saying is I feel like if a passport's on the ground in an airport, somebody will instantly find it. Yeah, I am surprised nobody did, but it was yeah. pre 9-11. So and it's also pretty easy to track because it literally has the person's face. And name. It has my name. They could so, have, yeah. Yeah. Somebody finds it and you hear over the radio, Kiva Winokur, Kiva Winokur. 
Um, all right. So, yeah. So I already dropped all my Dolphins takes while you were AWOL. Do you have any hot Dolphins takes? Yeah, I think you overrate them. Much I, lower I, I was, on them than I, I was able to hear yeah. what you were saying. Uh, for oh, the you could hear me for 10 minutes? Well, yeah, I could hear you the whole time. I was just wonderful. my microphone was plugged into a USB that wasn't working, but it was, blue. Oh, yeah, it was like oh, yeah. looked said it was turned on. So I thought oh. it was. Anyway, uh, and then we got to do the 16 quarterbacks, right? 15. 15 of uh, the top 15. Quarterbacks. We ended at um, number 16, Ben uh, Roethlisberger. Well, first of all, like who's like this team clearly does not believe in Tua, right? If they're like making this, I don't agree with the Sean that. Watson trade, if they're making this Deshaun Watson trade and it doesn't matter, they might well, be dumb. Like they could be wrong about Tua. So I mean, him. Deshaun Watson. So he was the first player nominated in my draft last. Let's come back to that for a second. And he went oh. for 20 bucks. It's not a keeper okay. league. So if he's if he's playing all year, he's worth 75 the way that our league is valued. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's not playing and, and and I think that even if the Dolphins trade for him, he's not going to play this year. Right. The I agree. I agree. No, it's yeah. I, I think it's a bad move. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think uh, hopefully you didn't get him because I don't no, think he's going to play. But but when somebody somebody said two and then somebody said 20 and I like sh- froze for a second, I'm like, is there something I don't know? And then and then right after the guy gets him, he's like, yeah, the Dolphins are really trading for him. And then someone else pointed out, yes, the Dolphins are trading for him. But the NFL, they, they will ensure that he's not going to play this year. He's not going to play. And even yeah. if he played, it would not be every game. So he would not be worth you know, a, right. re- a regular the first two or three. Well, well, whatever you spend 20. If you, you know how you know how, my, you know, your brother, uh, I'm in your brother's league and we're doing a draft on Thursday night. And you know how the auction works there. My my brilliant scheme where you, nobody you put, nominates the players. Are yeah, you it's the players from, are picked out of a, a hat. Wheel. Well, you just love wheels or, and hats. Yeah, it's yeah. picked out of like an Excel or whatever. But it's very cool because I, I think well, hold on. what happens at the end when people are down to their minimum bids? Um. Well, the only the only for us to take guys. No, only the top 120. First of all, nobody has to bid. The opening bid is zero. Um, so nobody has to, nobody's nominating at one. Um, oh, so yeah, that's like, true, it, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's the computer is saying zero, but then uh, only 120 players are subject to, to like the top 120 guys, all 32 quarterbacks, the two quarterback league, the top 12 tight ends and so on. Like after that, it becomes, uh, it becomes more standard for the backups. Hmm. Like the top 120 guys are in that, are in okay. that pool. Uh, and then it's just nominations. Anyway, so Miami, I, I, I think that they're mediocre. I, I, they have a good coach, but I don't I don't see it. And like, I mean, do you think Jalen Waddle is going to become a superstar? Like, I don't. Why I mean, is this team? What's will different he be about good this team? in year one? I don't know. I, I, what's good is I think they have a very good defense. I think I think. OK, let's compare them to the Patriots who like, you know, Bill Simmons is convinced they're winning going 12 and five this year. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is better than the Patriots. Their quarterback is better than the Patriots. Their skill position guys are better than the Patriots. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. Um, I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to Josh Allen in a little bit on this podcast, but the bills are going to have some regression to the mean, right? They're not, they're not, they're yeah. not a 13 win team. And so I think, um, yeah, I think that, do I think the dolphins are locked with the playoffs? No, because I think there's three teams in that division who could win anywhere between, you know, eight and 11 games and the dolphins are one of them, but with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, let's let's jump into the top 15 quarterbacks because okay. you know, the, the, the clock is short. All right, so we're going to start right at number 15, Derek Carr uh, of the Raiders. I am a 12, you am a 14. Um, you know, I was a little bit annoyed with your Raiders guest. He's like, you were asking, would you rather have Carr than this guy, that guy? And when you said Cousins, you asked him as if you would you rather have Derek Carr or David Carr in 2021? He thought it was like so absurd. And I feel like when you're the uh, a fan of a team and you watch very carefully a quarterback who you know doesn't get the national respect that he has earned and deserved, uh, you to be so quick to dismiss the other ones, it's like, you know, pot calling the kettle black or something. Well, to be fair, Adam uh, was, I think, less uh, bullish on the Raiders than he normally is. And even on Carr, who I think he was like pretty high on him last year. No, but but like, I mean, you know, third year okay, so, so car car two years ago was was very good. It was like a borderline pro bowler. Last year wasn't as good, but was still a very solidly above average quarterback. Um, he's 30 years old. He has not had amazing weapons. I mean, you know, Waller's obviously very good, but, you know, rugs, Aguilar, like a lot of those guys didn't, you know, d- didn't do too much last year. Um, and he all he's done is produce in 12 to me where I have him and certainly cumulatively at 15, which that's just because of all the averages work out because you mm. were 14. It's 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 much too low. For, I mean, it's not much too low. Whatever you put him at eleven, you put him at seventeen. It's not a huge. It, this is the correct range. But he has produced consistently as an above average quarterback. More so, like he's been better over the last two years than a lot of like than Tom Brady certainly than Justin Herbert. Although of course we're projecting there. Then Kyler Murray again we're projecting. Um, then Matthew Stafford again we're projecting. Then way better than Baker Mayfield who we have we have higher way higher than Matt Ryan. Like I just think that the Derek Carr has been disrespected and ignored. Um, and, and I'm not exactly sure why, you know, I'll get to this now. I was going to get to this for the Josh Allen thing, but to be clear, and I, I just, I just got Josh Allen in my draft list and spent 74 on him. Like, uh, and I thought that was a steal. Like I'm not anti Josh Allen as, as this perception has suddenly developed. What I am is somebody who I want to see it before I'm going to commit to it. Right. Like mm-hmm. we, we saw Josh Freeman to bring up another Josh who his second year in the league looked like a superstar in Tampa. You know, he was a running joke on Bill Simmons' podcast for years and then fell off a cliff. I'm not comparing at all Josh Allen to Josh Freeman. But like coming into last year, we, we did not think that Josh Allen was even Sam Darnold level. And so all I'm saying is like, let's cool it a little bit. I tried to look up and find precedents in NFL history of guys who had a first three years equivalent to what Josh Allen has done. And mm-hmm. the reason I bring this up now is because Derek Carr is almost a perfect comp for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me give you Josh Allen's uh, ranks among the quarterbacks. Uh, his first three years in the league. His first year in the league is 28th. So one of the worst. Second in the league is 15th. So almost perfectly average. Last year, third. Okay. Okay. Derek Carr, first year in the league, 23rd. So a, a little better than Allen, but uh, pretty similar. Next year in the league, 15th. So like the exact same spot. And then his third year in the league, 8th. And the only reason he's only eighth and not like fifth or sixth or higher is because if you remember the Raiders went 12 and three Carr had a 28 to six touchdown interception ratio, but then he got hurt in week 15 and he missed the last couple weeks of the year. You know, he missed the playoffs and they lose with the, they end up playing their third string quarterback, like Carson cook or some guy. I don't remember anymore. Do you remember that in that game against um, Connor cook? Yeah. Connor cook. Yeah. Um, and Houston, I believe that was, or uh, was it Houston or it was Houston. Yeah. Since he never was playoff games. Um, and so Derek Carr, like those three years was on a very similar trajectory to Josh Allen with fewer weapons than Josh Allen had last year, I think. And um, and then Derek Carr sort of settled into this range as an above-average quarterback, but not one who's, like, sort of worshipped the way that Josh Allen is. And again, Josh Allen was better last year than Carr was in year three, but they're pretty similar. What's your okay. thought on that? I, 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 I think it's a weird comp. Yeah. I, I just Well, think... I got two more weird comps for you now that we're bringing up okay. my other two comps. 
One of them, uh, the Bills' own Joe Ferguson. Joe Ferguson, 1973, comes in. Who could forget him? Yeah, so he was the Bills' quarterback for a decade in the 70s, but he came in awful year one, just a tad below average year two, a superstar year three, like a pro bowler, and then never reached that height again. Um, but he was a starting quarterback for the rest of the decade, but never anything close. And then my third comp from the 1950s, go back even further, Tobin wrote on the Packers. 1950, the worst quarterback in the league. 1951, perfectly average. 1952, third best quarterback in the league, gets MVP consideration, just like Josh Allen. Again, regresses, never hits that third year again, but a starting quarterback for a decade. I don't think Josh Allen is not a starting quarterback in the league. I don't think that you could, don't give him that contract because you got to give it. I mean, you got to, you had to give Jimmy Garoppolo the contract. You had to give Jared Goff the contract. You have to give Joe Flacco the contract. Like anytime you have a solid starting quarterback, you have to give him the contract. That's the top of the market. That's just how it works for quarterbacks. But Josh Allen, like we probably just saw his career year. And um, I think he's very good. I, I think, you know, I have him where do I have him ranked. I have him now that I've talked to him for 10 minutes. I have him ranked seven. You know, and if he does mm-hmm. it again, I'll have him rank four or three or whatever. So I think he's good. I just, you know, to me, like we need to see it for more than one year. And, and the only guys we've seen in NFL history, three guys through 80 years who have the same comp system, none of them performed at an elite level that they matched in year three. None of them did that for the rest of their careers. And Derek Carr is stuck here at number 15. So I've talked for a while. You talk. Okay. No, um, like cars, I, I think he's like the definition of a slightly above average quarterback. I think it's a good spot. for okay. him. All right. Uh, number number 14 on our list, way, way too high, coasting on nothing but reputation at this point. It's absurd, is Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ryan with elite weapons. I mean, Julio and Ridley, as good as any two receivers in the league the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, has been objectively, and this is not relative to his numbers, this is relative to the league with, 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 with everybody's weapons, has been a below average quarterback. He was bad last year. He was bad the year before. He has been bad two years in a row. He's getting older. His weapons are worse. I just don't understand the lot. You have him at number nine. This is purely reputation. I mean, if you would right now, if you're like, hey, the Alex Chester's the 33rd team in the league, you have a choice between Carr and Ryan for one year. You're picking Carr. It's not even close because if you poll people, 90 percent of people would say Matt Ryan because of Mm -hmm. name and because of reputation. But the point of this ranking is to get move past rank rank and reputation. Mm -hmm. Look what they've actually done. He in 2015, he had an epic year. He was an MVP. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I think he should go to the Hall of Fame, whether he does or not. I don't know. But um He's, he's been bad. He's been a below average quarterback the last two years. I just don't, you know, maybe Arthur Smith can work miracles, but like he's had more weapons than Derek Carr and has put up dramatically worse numbers. So yes, I would. And Carr has a better contract. So, yeah. True. Yeah. I, I mean, let's see if the grownups in the room can, can help Ryan this year. Cause he doesn't look physically shot necessarily. Yeah. Well then maybe that's even more, more worrisome if he doesn't look shot, but his uh, numbers are mm-hmm. all right. Next we have a tie at 12 between two guys who uh, like Matt Ryan are just ridiculously overrated. Uh, we'll start with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has a very good rookie year, which means he was about an average quarterback, which for a rookie is very, very good. And then in 2019, he was abysmal. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And then last year, he was, again, almost a perfectly average quarterback. Now, uh, as A.B. Sutton pointed out, if you divide his first half to his second half, he was above average in the second half, below average in the first half. But mm-hmm. he has a top three offensive line. He has a top one, probably, running back combo. He has great weapons. You know, multiple uh, t- Hooper and Joker are supposed to be good. O- o- Odell and Landry are supposed to be I mean, he has just incredible weapons all over the place. And he still has not put up even NFL average numbers the last two years. Um, again, this is just coasting on reputation. I don't understand this. Well, I think part of it is like it's projection on, well, he's already average and he's still kind of young, but I think you're right. I think, but, but okay, but you have him if you ahead look of Tannehill, at Tannehill, ahead of Cousins, ahead of Murray. 
ahead of Carr. Well, because those guys have no upside, and he has upside well, that pos- the, we the, have possibly. The wor- literally, the worst year of Kirk Cousins' entire career, literally, mm-hmm. is better than the best year of Baker Mayfield's career. And that's okay. true for that's so true for Tannehill for the, sure. The devil's advocate would say, like you said, great. And that's true for Kyler Murray also. Kyler Murray, yeah. Okay, what's your devil's right? Advocate? If you put Baker on the Lions, like he just get annihilated and they do nothing. Um, How is that? I, that's that's my. No, argument. I'm agree. No, I'm saying the the, the Baker's an ideal him. spot. Ideal spot. He'll never Other have a better Brady, spot. Who has a better spot than Baker Mayfield right now? Yeah. No, it, it is an ideal spot. Um, he is incredible. Uh, with with um with uh what's it called with uh full protection with with a clean pocket which you know shows like okay great what happens when it collapses but he does get that in cleveland a lot because of that line yeah he gets a clean pocket which is why he is a slightly above average quarterback according to the stats um okay uh, i don't see that in the stats and who's the tie who's he in the tie and then he's tied with matthew stafford who you know mm-hmm. he's had ups he's had downs um very but, good reports out of uh out of los angeles i mean they've invested so much in him and obviously you know <laughs> mcveigh knows so much more about football than you and i combined times a billion so mm-hmm. um you know i think he'll probably put Speak up numbers but yeah but i just I, that value really shocks me how much they gave up to get him okay so, but that shouldn't really factor into his current ranking really no i i have him at 13 and you have him at 12 i think that's fine no i, I don't have a major issue with him who's at 10 Okay, so t- we have tied for 10th. We have Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill, which kind of works out. They're the same age. They're up. Uh, I mean, so the last two years, these guys have both thrown the ball less than most quarterbacks in the league. But on a rates uh, perspective, especially Tannehill, Tannehill's numbers, obviously two years ago in Tennessee were bonkers. Last year, over the course of a full season, has 40 touchdowns. Um, I just think continues to be underrated. I have him at 11, you have him at 12. Statistically, he's better than that. Um, but again, yeah, he has a 2000 yard runner and he has, you know, he had Arthur Smith, the great offense and he had, everything was working perfectly for him. Tennessee has a good offensive line as well. He had very mm-hmm. good weapons, uh, and AJ Brown and, and now he has Julio to replace Corey Davis, although I'm a Corey Davis fan as well. So, um, yeah, I, I like Tannehill. Uh, I have him at 11, so I can't complain that he's tied for 10th. Yeah. I think this is the right spot for these guys. I, yeah. I honestly, so far, I like all these rankings. I get, right. I get your well, cousins. You have all the way down to 15 now. The thing about Cousins is like I'd like to see him with bad receivers and and okay, like how a about in Washington? Game. By the way, he was better, and I've never he was better in Washington than he's ever been in Minnesota, and his weapons in Washington were much worse than they've ever been in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right? He was throwing to Pierre Garcon and like you know the aging husk of Deshaun Jackson or whatever. I mean, you know, I'm not saying they were like Jets level bad, but they were very bad. Uh, they okay. were certainly not good, and, and he put up better numbers relative to the league than he's ever done in Minnesota. Actually, um, I, I was trying to think of a comp for Cousins. I think that. Um, the closest comp I could get to. And from a reputational perspective, it's a little different because one is the quarterback in Washington, Minnesota, relatively obscure compared to being the quarterback of the Cowboys who are always on TV. But Tony Romo was a guy who consistently put up very good numbers. Um, got started a little bit late, like cousins, because he wasn't brought into league expected to be a starter, um, but put up very, very good numbers. Did not have the play. I mean, you know, did not have the playoff success, had this reputation fair or unfair as losing in big moments. And so his career ends and he's not even remotely considered for the Hall of Fame, whereas I have Romo as like a borderline Hall of Famer. And the reason I don't ultimately is because he didn't play long enough. You know, he got mm-hmm. injured. He didn't have you know, cousins to stay very healthy his whole career. But what do you think of that comp of cousins to Romo in terms of actual value versus sort of reputation from like the average fan? It's I mean, nobody's ever made it before. Yeah. Like my head, I'd have to really crunch numbers, but my head would say like, no, of course, Romo was better. Romo was better. Ah, interesting. Because Romo, I think, was I think that would under- be the general opinion. Yes. Um. So I mean, so you know, Cousins 
um, has missed one game since he became a starting quarterback. He's, he's mm-hmm. 16, 16, 16, 16, 15, 16. So that obviously is much better than Romo. Completion percentage better than Romo touch. I mean, the stats are still a little different because it's not error to error, but yeah. Um, Cousins' numbers are all much better. Cousins has essentially put up in the last six years, whether you like it or not, half mm-hmm. of a Hall of Fame career. Now, is he a guy who's going to play till 40? You know, probably not. But I mean, he's never had more than 13 interceptions in a year, which was last year's high where he had just those, that crazy interception luck the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. And he's never had fewer. He's the first guy, I think, ever to put up 25 touchdowns in six straight seasons. Um, he's he's been very consistent. And um, I, I think I, I only compared him to Romo in the sense that they were both underrated, I thought, because they had this unfair reputation of losing when they when they didn't necessarily lose. But um, yeah, I've talked enough about Cousins. Uh, let's move clear into our top 10. Number nine, Kyler Murray who you have lower than Tannehill, Stafford, and Mayfield, and Matt Ryan. Bonkers. Yeah, because I, I think a little bit of, a little bit of this is similar to Baker Mayfield. It's like we're projecting he's going to get better. But Well, last year, okay, so last year got to split a little bit. In the first half of the year, he was basically an MVP, and in the second half of the year, he was much, much worse. I, I, I think, like, this is his prime. Meaning, is a guy his size just going to have a 15-year career? I mean, it's possible. Okay, but, but if, he repeats it. La- if he repeats last year, even in whole, and obviously if he repeats the first half, that's excellent. And he, by the way, has not. I mean, Nook is good, but other than that, he doesn't have that many weapons. He's di- mm-hmm. When he's running, he's a top-five quarterback. The yeah. problem is if he's banged up and it's a little, you know, similar to Lamar Jackson. And also, like, are we, is this on just this year? Is this, like, for, you he's know. Rankings are right now. Yes, obviously. I mean, I yeah. also made, I made a separate ranking, which is sort of trade value, which is future value. There mm-hmm. I have um, Herbert, uh, excuse me. So I have Kyler Murray at number nine. And in my future rankings, I have him at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. I have him at 11. So I have him a little bit lower, partly for that reason. Okay. Also partly because, you know, they, they, they have one more year and then they can exercise the fifth year option, but then they're going to have to pay him a lot. So um, their window is basically this year, next year. Oh, no, sorry. This is the third year. So they, they got three more years. But yeah, I, I, Arizona sort of in a tough division there. They're not moving the right direction. Next is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, just an incredible rookie year. But I'll note he was he was not as good as Kyler Murray last year statistically. Um, no, uh, but on I, the year now again, Kyler was a tail to half. I would put these guys next to each other. I think these are okay. good ranks for All both. Right, of so them that's also. right. All right, okay. Brady and Dak Prescott are tied for six. Same I, guy, basically. <laughs> yeah, you and I have Brady six. By the way, Brady Dak is guy. like a twenty-four year old who can't stay healthy, and Brady's a forty-four year old who can't leave. Um, yeah, uh, Brady's forty-four. I drafted for forty-four dollars last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I do we, think we both of them exactly. I, I, I said six. this last year. Yeah, I, I think it's possible that the wheels come off this year for Brady. And I mean, and he it, was. It's unprecedented. So yes, every year it's possible that it is. <laughs> no, I, I think it's going to happen. Like I would bet on it happening this year. I mean, it's a, he such was a so long bad season. in New England the previous couple of years. Yeah, he but, was. It's such a long season. He did fade a little bit as the year was on. He was so bad against the Packers. But uh, but this shows the value of weapons and how you can't judge these guys in a vacuum because Tampa has. I mean, Antonio Brown is like their fourth option or whatever. Their offense is absolutely absurd. And so as long as they can keep Brady upright and they have a good offensive line as well. Mm-hmm. Right. He's smart enough. He gets rid of the ball. He's not going to take unnecessary hits, even though he's completely immobile at this point. Um, I mean, people who are putting him at one or two are obviously insane, but I think you can't put him much lower than this at this point. I agree because even I though, think by there's... the way, if you put in Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford or half the guys we mentioned into Tampa's offense, I think they put mm-hmm. up the same numbers and, you know, we can't get into the leadership quality and the intangibles and all that bullshit, but like they put up the same numbers or better and they'd be a lower injury risk. Yeah, I mean, we haven't discussed the Bucks yet, so I, I have a few yeah. Bucks takes I'll save for that. Okay, all right. And Dak, um, I mean, we've been watching Hard Knocks. It looks like he's healthy, but on a pitch count, basically. Yeah, it's hard. I, I'm not 100% convinced he's healthy, but I, I don't know what to do, you know, about predicting somebody's health. 
yeah, all Dak ever does is uh, play like an elite quarterback. And, you know, he also, I think, gets a little bit disrespected. But again, he's had incredible weapons for not maybe now, but for most of his career, the Cowboys have had, a, have had a sick offensive line and they've had wet receivers all over the field. And so, um, all right. Next is where I have Josh Allen. He's at number five cumulatively. You have him at four. I have him at seven. We might be getting too cute with him. And mm-hmm. I, I, it sounds like I got cuter with than who? you did with Josh Allen. Too high or too low? Uh, uh, like, I mean... Again, it's weird because there's a lot of B plus quarterbacks like that whole tier of Stafford, Tannehill, uh, you know, E Baker, if you want to put him there, Cousins, Carr, like all those guys, like he's clearly yeah. better than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, well, then you look up and it's like there well, are a lot but, of but we're basing it just but we're basing it just on the one year. And that's again, I have him above them. I agree with you. He's above them for sure. I have him at seven. He's cumulatively at five. But to me, it's just a question of let me see. if I, I, more Didn't years. you say like he probably had the best year of his career last year. Did you say that? Yes. But given the fact that offensive numbers continue to, to explode, it, it might not look like so relative. And he wasn't, let me see. He was, I have him at once. I have him at 17.4% above the league average next last year. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think, I think he'll top 17.4 at some point in his career. So no, I, I won't say it was his career year, but he had, he had one of his career years, right? There's going to be some regression to the mean. There normally is. Um, it's just like, will, yeah, but if you had to bet, will it have a better season than last year, worse or pretty similar? I would say a little bit worse. Probably a little bit. You say that for anyone who had a good year last year, right? Just regression to the mean. I I was reading Daniel Kahneman's Thinking Fast and Slow over the weekend, so I got all Uh kinds of regression to the mean in the head. Okay. All right. So after Josh Allen, we have four guys left. Uh, by the way, I would slot Deshaun Watson in between three and four. You have him between six and seven. Well, I mean, part of that is just like where he's at. Like, uh, uh, John, you know, Deshaun Watson, if he was also a good guy, I think I also have him between three and four. Yeah. When we did our future, when we did our decade draft, it's, you know, Mahomes. And then if you want to try and make an argument for for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert, because they're a little bit younger. But but, you know, and, and you know, they haven't signed the big max contract yet. But what do we do yeah. about Deshaun Watson in the decade draft? Well, that was before any of these allegations it was it was towards the end of the last season when he was having just this incredible season for a garbage team where we did the decade we did the decade draft last year didn't we i thought we did i thought no i think we did it this year i think we did the nba one before last season i think nba one we have to well, let me see yeah you went first pick mahomes then i took herbert and lawrence then you took allen and burrow and then i took watson so it must have been okay. yeah I, I, it, it must have been after because yeah there's no way he drops below all those guys i think okay right like josh allen again not take anything away from josh allen but we've seen watson do it much more and we haven't seen watson struggle at all yep uh, like we have with allen in fact I think way, the, the, bo- the bomb does not excuse the podcast i excuse the podcast so i don't care if there's a bomb right now. oh we're over okay but maybe all right so so let's get to the top four uh number four for me and number five for you was lamar jackson i think lamar got a little bit of undeserved hate last year just because he didn't repeat 2019. I mean, 2019 by some metrics, I think like um, pro football reference with their AV stat, it, it was the greatest season in, in NFL history. So that was really? his career year. Um, mm-hmm. He's not going to repeat that. And then everybody's like, and then everybody's like criticizing him after that. Like, first of all, they still don't have great weapons, right? He doesn't have, I mean, Hollywood Brown is fine. Mark Andrews is fine. But, you know, these are not exactly elite weapons. You know, the risk for him, he's 24 and long term, especially he's about, you know, I think he's um, he's entering year four next year and then yeah. they can extend. And then, yeah, in the fifth year and then they got to sign a big contract. There is a concern because he is very reliant on his legs. And, you know, will he still be doing it for how long? But, um, yeah, we're pretty much a consensus here. And then the top three were almost a complete consensus. 
I have Rodgers at three and Russell Wilson at two. You have him flipped, and then we have Mahomes at one. But not a lot of takes here, right? No, I think this is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Rodgers is the one that's a little bit tough because he's 38. He was not, you know, I mean, he was fine, but he was not like his elite level for the, you know, the previous couple of years. And then last year he puts up an MVP season. And so he's probably not going to repeat 2020, but does he regress back to 2018, 19 level, or is he somewhere in between there? Um, And then what happens next year? Is he in debt? Like, so next year with this restructured contract, they, they could give him one year for 46 million, I think, or they can just let him walk. And the assumption is he's going to walk, right? Yeah, I think I, I think that's the deal. I think they could offer him the moon and he'll he'll still walk. I don't, I don't think it's just about money. I think like, he Cousins is sort of Cousins is getting one for 45 next year in 2020, uh, 2022. And the Vikings are going to have to restructure that. Yeah, I think the money that you give at this point is pretty similar with all the top guys. I mean, it's going up a little bit, you know, every time. It's more like but, restructure. You don't want 45 million on the books for one year. But he could get that from almost any team in the league. There's 10 teams that, that would give Rodgers even a 39 that yeah, deal. Yeah. And so if it's Miami or Denver or New England or whoever, someone. Will yeah. Come up. All right. Um, and just very quickly, I also I made sort of a trade value rankings, which is taking age mm-hmm. and everything and contract into account. Yeah. I'll go very quickly. My top 10. I have Mahomes, Lawrence, Herbert, Watson, Burrow, Dak, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers is that low again because he's essentially free agent. Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Baker Mayfield, Tua, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Teddy Bridgewater. Any thoughts on that? No, I, I I think I'm pretty much with you. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I, well, th- for right now, I don't. He's getting paid. Nothing. He's getting paid four million dollars. He's. You know, we, we saw him go undefeated with the Saints and put up a, or, or like a triple digit quarterback rating. So I just mm-hmm. don't understand why teams that have ever it, all they need is a competent quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over like the Saints, for example. You know, I don't understand why a team like that doesn't go after Teddy or Minshew, who, uh, you know, uh, just got traded for much less than I thought his value would be. I thought I thought the Jaguars would wait and see which contender lost their starter and needed him desperately. But uh, I don't know if they they, they, they decided to chase this, this, the Eagles six round pick. So whatever that is. All right, wheels. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with with another podcast as usual. Mm-hmm. And we have. Yeah, we're down to the final. Uh, you know, the NFL is what? Nine days away. So we have uh, only eight or nine of these left. I think we're ahead. We've recorded more than there are left. No, but I think we've dropped more. I No, we haven't. No? We're, okay, we're, fine. There, there's one we have one left to drop for every day up until the Thursday when the season starts. OK, fine. Yeah. And we still have That's to record good. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. So we still have seven more to record. OK, fine. All right, Wills. Bye. Right. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.